Greetings. I am SJ Booth and I'm reporting today from a park. If you've listened to my other podcast already, you know I like to be around trees and grass. I love a bit of space around me because I'm in a built-up area. I live in London, so this is a very refreshing place to come to. Today I'm talking to you about menopause and leading up to the menopause I haven't really thought about it I didn't really want to know too much about it generally I knew of menopause but you know not enough information for when I reached there myself I'm 48 and before I was experiencing hot flushes sometimes at night time especially I would say more than anything else and I would look at it as a way of just sweating out what's inside me, you know, letting all the toxins out, so to speak. In the Grenada or Jamaica, when I've been in the Caribbean, it's very hot and a lot of the time you're sweating. So it's very healthy, that's the way I was looking at it, for it all to be coming out through your pores. Whatever's in there will come out. So that's how I dealt with hot flushes. There were the odd days, um, just a couple of times where In the night, I woke up out of my sleep and I thought I'd been drinking alcohol. You know, it's like when you get that feeling of you've drank too much and then your body tells you, what have you been doing to yourself? (laughs) And you drag yourself to the bathroom. I don't know about yourselves, but I often do lie on the floor (laughs) to feel that coldness. Um, I've changed that more now. I lay on the settee with the window open. (laughs) But... I was experiencing this and I went to the doctors. It didn't happen, like I said, only a couple of occasions, but still, I went to the doctors and I got a blood test and they said that you're not menopausal or perimenopausal, you know, just that little step before menopause. So I would just take it on the chin and say, well, okay then, but what's going on? And so I tried not to think too much about it. Then, I experienced when it was around my period every so often. It might be every month. This was the thing about this too. So when I was approaching or when I was during my period, I'd feel like I had no energy and it was sapped from me. As much as I wanted to do things, I wasn't able to. And even though I tried to get up and do it, my head would be heavy and... I would sometimes go to sleep and then other times I can't go to sleep. And that lasts for about two to three days because the third day would be getting over the second day and just trying to energise myself and eating. Sometimes I can eat and sometimes I can't. That's how that goes. But I try to remain really healthy as healthy as possible. And there doesn't seem to be any avoiding that. The thing about when I was feeling like that as well is before I used to get migraines and I would definitely be covering um, migraines because I used to experience them in a way where you get a headache and before that I'd get a sign. So to me the sign would be my vision. I'd see like um, part of my vision was blocked out. So if you hold your fist in your eye, you know, <laughs> towards your eye in front of you and then you look around if you can imagine that part of the fist is kind of black and transparent, that's what would happen to me. 
and it didn't matter where I'd look, that's the kind of thing that was happening. Then what would happen next is a violent headache and that wasn't very nice at all, that was quite painful and it would last for days and yes I would end up crying at times. Um, it would generally be a day and a half I'd say. So the first day is you don't know what to do with yourself, you try sleeping, sometimes that happens for a while but then it, you wake up and you've still got this headache and that goes on and next day after that you start recovering from that kind of, well, that hit, I would say, because it's a, like a big shock to your system, and then you've got to try and recover from that. So energy-wise, you know, you're quite low. Thankfully, quite a few years ago now, the migraines were lifted from me, thanks to the Most High. I will say that every single day, I'll give thanks and praises for that one. That's something I do never want to experience again in my life. I have had the vision a bit um, over the years, but nothing major and then I've just relaxed and I've meditated and prayed, to be honest with you, for about 10 minutes. Um, and then it's gone, that, that feeling's gone totally. So yeah, that's what I was experiencing. So to finish this off, because I don't want the podcast to be too long, I want to go into menopause a lot more and be interviewing people more in depth. But for now, so I went back to the doctors after, well, this has all been going on for about two years, yeah, and what, this time when I went back to the doctors, which was only a couple of weeks ago, they said, yes, you've reached a menopause. So I was like, well, what happened to pre-menopause or, you know, perimenopause, what happened there? <laughs> Nothing happened. So what happens is sometimes your levels go up and down, this is what I read, up and down, so from day to day, you never know what it could be. <laughs> like I said, I'm in the park. That's two lovely dogs that just met each other and they're playing nicely and they decide not to play together anymore. So, there we go. I'm going for my mini pause. Now, this is the very last thing I just want to touch on. I called at my doctors and my doctors are absolutely amazing. I've been with them for many years. I know from quickly reading on the internet before I spoke to the doctor, make sure you speak to somebody that knows uh, about menopause or can have that kind of talk. So I spoke to a nurse in the end who told me there's a female doctor you can speak to. This female doctor called me instead of having a face-to-face, -face, which I was looking forward to. She called me an hour and a half earlier and it was as if she didn't really know why she was calling me. Anyway, she did sound like a mature woman and she was talking to me about the menopause, just about. I asked her questions, she didn't really have the answers. When she did answer me, it seemed to be off of the internet. I felt like she brought something up on the screen and she told me how the effects of HRT actually can have a bad outcome. And then she said, to, I said, well, I won't be taking that personally. I don't feel I will ever be taking that. And she said, well, you can never rule it out. And but after what she said, the negatives about it, I wouldn't really have wanted to take it anyway. I'm not going to go into that part right now because I'm trying to wrap up here. So, the menopause. I feel it needs to be spoke about a lot more though. Like I said, I didn't really want to know before I got there, but at the same time, I would have liked to have had more information of how I can get the information when it's happening to me because 
it's good to know. That's what I'm going to say. I would, I would say so much more, but I'm just going to leave it there for now. And we are definitely going to speak about this again and again and again. And I will be interviewing other people as well as. Another thing I want to talk about is domestic abuse. But today, it's been about the menopause. It's been good talking to yourselves. I pray you have enjoyed listening. And I will speak to you again through another podcast. Have a good day. Blessings, Chase J Boots. What's your story? Show. How are you all doing? I, Tracy J. Booth, is back to talk to you about the menopause. I've been doing some research myself and I found out that I am not quite at the menopause. So there's perimenopause, which happens before and is leading up to the menopause. So periods are irregular, your hormones begin to change and this can last for four to six years generally, but it may be less or it may be more of up to 10 years. So the menopause, this is the time when you haven't seen a period for one whole year. So when your period stops, your last period, you look a year after and then that is when your experience, your menopause. Then, this can happen around ages 48 to 55, or it may happen at other ages beforehand. But let's go back to perimenopause, because there's a lot more that happens to you, isn't there? Like with myself, and this is what I have been experiencing, hence why I know I'm not having the menopause yet. So, I have longer periods. Yeah, I have had longer periods. I've had flooding. And then I've missed a period. A few weeks, it can happen for, of the period itself. This can happen. And then you may experience anxiety, stress, they say, depression, fatigue, headaches, hot flushes, which I'm sure you'll hear many people say, memory loss, insomnia, so it may be that you can't get any sleep, changes in your cholesterol and other fats, high blood pressure, libido, so a low libido, a low sex drive, vaginal dryness, night sweats. So with myself, I experienced that too, but um, I will let you know a bit more about myself later on during this podcast. Now, the oestrogen levels go up and down. And that is probably why when they say for you to go and have a test, it may come back that you're not perimenopausal. So that's because, like I said, your oestrogen levels are going up and down. So they can't really tell when this happens. No one can predict your last period, for instance. No no doctor can tell you that. When is it going to happen? Who knows? I would say once you're perimenopausal, you'll know it's going to be one day. Now, what can you do to cope with all of this? You can use a fan when you're having your hot sweats. So hot flushes, some people experience them all day. 
And so, you know, you'll want to have a fan about you, maybe a handheld fan or a cool spray could help. Uh, Drinking lots of water would be a good thing to do. And generally, you need to keep active. Look after your mental health. Avoid smoking is is what's uh, advised. You may get swollen ankles and bloating. So um, I would say with swollen ankles, you can raise your, your legs for a while and give yourselves more rest instead of being on them the whole time. This is where the water retention comes in. It may happen. To, it's not all of the symptoms I'm mentioning doesn't happen to all women. It could mean you have some of the symptoms or you may not have any at all. But you need to remember to relax, try to find time to relax. CBT, so cognitive behavioural therapy. Talk to someone, you know, make sure you're talking to others about it. What I found very helpful is talking to other women. And this is something that they've gone through already or they're going through. So, you know, it's not like you're going mad as they say because the feeling of not knowing what's happening can be a very an unnerving feeling so that's why when I was told um menopausal which is as I feel now not quite correct but when I was told I thought yes I'm celebrating that in myself because I finally reached there and now I know what's going on after all this time So remember as well that caffeine, apparently caffeine has a big part to play in insomnia. So, you know, uh, this uh, can last up to six hours in your body. So if you think of having something with caffeine in it lasting at night, for instance, then look how many hours you're going to be awake for. So bear that in mind. Now I want to share a new word that I learnt by doing this research, and that is formication I'm not saying fornication with an N for November but I'm saying formication with an M for mother this is when you have like a feeling of itchiness on your body and this is when there's when you've got reduced estrogen going on apparently this is what can cause it and you can get fragile skin and or disorders. So I have had that itchy kind of feeling under my skin, um, generally on the top parts of my arms, near my shoulders. And I think, what is that? And it does, it was kind of freaking me out. But now I've read this just recently and I've come across this fact, formication is what's happening to me. (laughs) So, you know, that puts me more at ease. There's a, another thing I want to tell you about, and that is menopause, which is andropause. Now, men go through this. Apparently, not all men will go through it, though. And it starts around, for them, at the age of 40, apparently. And it can last between 15 and 20 years. So this is about their testosterone lowering for them. So I would advise at the moment, You know, if you want to know more about that, then you can Google it and find out that way. It's called andropause 
or you can say male menopause. Now, here's a tip. Remember the date of your last period if you can, because I know for some people that may not be the case. And apparently, there's no need for contraception after two years of your last period. So doctors will advise when you're over 50 for about a year or the second year, you don't need any contraception. And I don't know when that may happen for myself. I'm 48. Uh, in a couple of months, I'll be 49. But um, I've always thought about the fact that I can get pregnant at any time. So I'm not sure when I'll be confident enough to never use any contraceptive. So please seek out this information yourself and don't do anything I say. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I can only tell you what I go through and what I'm reading and what I'm hearing about. So if you want to find out more information, I did find one place where I thought you may like to be directed to and that is womenshealthconcern.org online. So that's womenshealthconcern.org. And if you look up menopause online, you'll see lots of information. And I would say keep talking about it. Let's talk about it. The more we talk about it, the more aware everybody will become. And then it won't be such a stigma because I think that a lot of people are quite shy and they feel ashamed to be coming to that stage in their life. There's nothing wrong with that if anybody does feel that way. But this is what happens. And there's another thing, um, HRT. Some people are advised to have HRT and others are not. There's some risk with that. And also I'm hearing about yams. Yams are very good for you apparently and they work for some people. So they're more of um, a herbal remedy if you like. That's They've also got yam in it, there's something else. If you research, like I said, you'll see it for yourselves. Mm-hmm. And I would say do whatever's best for you because it may be, like I said, you don't experience any of these symptoms. But one thing I am learning is I'm living with it. Is part and parcel of life. And I'm remembering to keep active, enjoy life, laugh a little, smile, and be healthy in mind, body, and soul. You've been listening to Tracy J. Booth. What's your story? Show. Tell me your story. Take care, and I will speak to you soon. Bless up.